0: So uh, reports today, after the terrorist attack in Melbourne a couple of Fridays ago, senior members of the Morrison government are discussing, says the reports today, discussing plans for a new federal terrorist court to bypass state governments. I will allow the member to uh, explain the thoughts behind this. But here's where the problem comes in. This is why it may be needed. Is that Hassan Ali, the person who committed those terrible things a couple of Fridays ago in Burke Street, Melbourne and killed one of the finest human beings that I have ever met, was out on bail at the time and seemed to be on bail even though th- because the court and the state police did not know that he was on a terrorism watch list and had his passport taken away from him. So that is part of the plan. On the line is Jason Ford. Uh, sorry, I beg your pardon. On the line is Jason Wood. Uh, he's the federal member for La Trobe, and he is also a former uh, counter-terrorism police officer and sits on the Intelligence Committee as well, uh, and he's on the phone. Mr Wood, thank you for your time.
1: Thanks, Jason. Pleasure.
0: As you see it with Hassan Ali uh, through, the, uh, through the court and this whole carry-on with the bail, where did this go wrong?
1: Uh well first of all you need to separate the, the bail a bit. If a person has been on bail and they've breached that bail and they've been arrested by the police and go before the court again and released on bail and arrested again and released again and then they're charged for, for breaching bail both times. That's that's the annoyance I suppose for the, the police when yeah. you keep arresting someone and keep taking before the court. But so but that's on, that's that's a
0: kind of that's a kind of meat and potatoes uh, bail, uh, you know, absconding from court kind of carry on. The problem, though, the real problem is that the court and the, and the local police did not know uh, that Ali had his passport re- taken away from him and was on a terrorism watch list. So where where does that, as you understand it, uh, and I'm not asking you to answer for this, but but you understand these things. How did that yeah, break I mean, down?
1: I mean, well, but basically you, you, you find the situation with um, ASIO and AFP and the watch list, it's, it's tightly um, guarded and you find the situation that uh, th- there's two things happen. One that's tightly guarded, not generally um, passed around to say that the general um, law enforcement police officer. The danger I have with that is this, if, and I've had a few police contact me today and this is something I've raised um, uh, before. If you're a police officer, and you work in the divisional van, you, you pull over a car, you're doing a radio check, you want to know the person's background. You want to know if they're potentially assaulted the police before. You want to know whether they carry firearms or weapons. You know what, too? You wouldn't mind knowing if they're actually um, on the extremist watch list. It does yes. two things. One, it gives you a, hang on, let's be careful about this guy. He may be ready to, to go off. And secondly, too, you might have a look in the back of the car and think, hey, mate, why, why has he got petrol? Why has he got this in the back of the car? So I yep. think that needs yep. to... Um, change. The other aspect of this, and this is something I raised back in my maiden speech in 2004, that you find that there's no national database. There has been no national database for identification for who may be buying um, explosives or or chemicals or um, be a pilot, etc. Now, uh, the other aspect of that too, the police law enforcement agencies have never had direct access to the various Department. So I'm also chair of the Migration Committee, and we had a look at the African gang situation in, in Melbourne. We found out um, through the uh, through the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission that out of the so-called APEX gang members, out of the hardcore 60, that only six were born in Australia. And then I raised the question, why isn't immigration cancelling these visas? And they weren't aware and police weren't passing it on. It became very apparent that the immigration database... And the police, they don't talk. So, okay.
0: We, All right, well, we, we I d- have... Jason, with the great, with the greatest of respect, we know we we do know this. It's no, become no, painfully, be,
1: no, dangerously no, dangerous apparent dangerous that
0: they to... don't speak to each other.
1: Yeah, I understand. But we've in this year's budget, we have put in fifty nine million dollars for what's called the National Criminal Intelligence System. We need Daniel Andrews to also put money into that. So then everything leaks up. Now, I've been calling for this for for like two thousand and four. We're getting close. We need the Andrews government, um, to come out and
0: say, hang on, okay. we, they should have put money into this. I, I say this with the greatest of respect to you. I appreciate you coming on, but but I, I'm, I'm not particularly interested in, in the politics of this. Are you suggesting that the... that since, When did you suggest this? 2000 and when?
1: 2004.
0: OK, 2004. Well, we have had... Uh, there have been Liberal governments in uh, in... In that state, there has been Labor governments, federally, and Liberal governments. So we've seen it all turn over here. So let's not make this into a political thing. How the hell do we...
1: You know, hang on, can I make the point too, just to make it very clear to you too, Justin, that I've actually many times called on Prime Ministers, the Attorney-Generals, to make tougher counter-terrorism laws, to have yep. the, the questioning ability for pdo So please don't say, hang on you just blame the Andrews government. I've been calling out my own government for this for a number of years and I get pretty annoyed And people say, hang on, you haven't been out there... Talking about this, um, you've, you've come on lately. Hang on, I've been
0: no, no, I'm about not, about I, no, no, I'm not, I'm not suggesting it. I just don't want to turn this into a, a Labor Liberal thing. This is far more important than that. I, I'm trying to figure out here, and I because you're a former copper, because of the committee you sit on, because of your background and the influence that you have in your party, I want and your party that is currently in government. I want to ask you why the state authorities and the federal authorities don't talk. Well, and then I want to ask you how we get them to be able to talk.
1: Okay. That's so, all. You, you find the intelligence agencies, and we have fantastic working relationships between the AFP, ASIO, and BIPOL. Can I say, too, to make the point? The, the Bambrika case where he had 15 guys playing the blow up the MCG and Federation Square. The recent um, conviction of four guys playing the, the head people and attack them on Federation yep. Square. Again, that was the perfect. Um, coordination between the agencies. So let's say they are doing a fantastic job there. What we need to make sure we do is to um, talk to the agencies and say at a higher level that, you know what, you have to make this information more available to the state um, police, especially the frontline police, who miss out on this important information.
0: That's not going to work. How how, how is that going to work? I mean, you've... You, you, there needs to be legislation. There needs to be l- both state laws and federal laws that say that this information must be shared. Well, that sta- that, you, that, you can't just go to an authority and say, "Listen, when you get a chance, make sure you tell those guys about it." it needs to be it needs to be stronger that, than that. We we need the government no, no, to but do that, something. No,
1: well, that, no, but if you well, the point I made before you have an agreement between all the the jurisdictions across the country. The National Criminal Intelligence System is the way to go. It's a national database. That's where everything will um, marry up in the future. That's where the Immigration Department, if they um, cancel a visa, uh, a police officer checking on their their system will actually come up and the visa's been cancelled or the passport's been cancelled. The same time, too, if a person is on a visa committing criminal offences, again, um, they would, would... Make a a, uh, a check and it would come up a yeah. red flag. You know what? So so it's we just need money to be put in at the states and territory right across the country. All
0: right. If this if this plan was implemented, would this business with Hassan son not have happened? As in, well, he no, had to... he didn't turn up for court. Would the court and the state police in Victoria have been made aware that he was on a terrorism watch list and his passport had been taken away? Okay. Would 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 that have happened?
1: Well, put it this way. It, they could raise it before the magistrate and say, this person's on a terror watch list, and the magistrate would go, what's that got to do with the driving offences? What's that got to do with these breach of bail? And so you don't know what the magistrate's going to do at the time. So that's the issue there. But, but what it does, and the other issue I've been more talking about, is what we call the Community Protection Intervention orders. They put these extremists on orders. That would have uh, and the order could be that he doesn't go to the CBD. If we had that in place, that potentially could uh, or may have stopped the person going to the CBD or had the, um, he, he probably would have breached it beforehand. The reason is the jihadists, and I've studied a bit about this, um, every day they, they talk it, they, they, they breathe it, they um, watch the the heating videos. Again, this is something, and I've caught on my own former Attorney-General, I've caught on the state Labor government to implement these extremist orders, a bit like a family violence order, and it could actually be a family mm. member. And I've had this before. I've had mum and dad come to me and say, "Jason, uh, our son's been radicalised. What do we do? What what can we do?" And I, also, too, I had um, Dr. Anali, who's a Labour member of Parliament, is I uh, regard as an expert on counterterrorism, has publicly come out in our inquiry and supported this type of order because pe- parents are so frustrated. On the other hand, too, when you talk to yeah,
0: so you know, so, so so, Mr. Wood, the answer's no. Then
1: so, the answer, sorry,
0: the answer to my question is no. Then that that the, this this plan is not necessarily going to stop what had happened with the Ali, because you're saying well, that the magistrate that. could say, "Well, listen." Well, of
1: course, you, you, you can't. Uh, there's no way I'm going to say that the, I'm going to dictate. You'd have to put that to the magistrate. I'm not a magistrate. If, but but hang, a hang on a sec. A but, but
0: it's, not, it's not just the information flowing that way. It's the information that didn't flow, apparently. And look, by the way, if I may, I'd, I'd like to back up your comments. The a- ASIO, AFP and the state police have done one hell of a job uh, with, with stopping some terrorist attacks, one hell of a job. But it doesn't appear that the information came back to the AFP and ASIO that Ali had skipped out going to court. Otherwise, they may have said, well, why is he skipping court? Why is he skipping bail? Let's go and do something about it.
1: True. I can't can't give the answer, but I find it frustrating. I've been calling out for the database to link up for years. I I agree with you. They should have that information. They should have that information. So so how do we get... you,
0: you, You have influence with your committee, with the government. How do you get your government? How do you get Scott Morrison... And Peter Dutton and the Attorney General to actually make that change so that these people can talk. What's the next step?
1: Well, we're obviously we're having conversations at at the moment, and the database is is crucial. However, in regards to the what will they do it? The decision. Oh, I think the argument, like I'm saying at the moment, if you go back to the. The rank-and-file police officer working the div- divisional band, okay. he needs that information. I-, I-, I think common sense now will prevail over, let's keep the information guarded.
0: Well, good luck. We're all on the same side. Jason Wood, uh, federal for member for La Trobe, former... He does have... I, I must say I'm, I'm at odds with Jason because I, I don't think... This doesn't sound like it's moving in the right direction to me, but I hope. I wish him all the best. But he does have great credibility. as a former counterterrorism um, police officer does know his stuff and uh i hope he gets it done more to the point i actually hope it works though